playing with it. <laughs> Feel comfortable with yeah. where it's at? Yeah, I think it's money. How now, brown cow? How now, brown cow? Man, we haven't done this shit in like a whole week, bro. It's been a while. I forgot what, what we do. <laughs> you you kick it off. Okay. And then I mess up the, the, <laughs> the explanation of what we do. Okay. And then we go from there. And then we go from there. Yep. All right. All right. You ready? Yep. Ah. All right. Welcome back to another episode of the Reps That Count podcast. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> we are your hosts. I am Valence. And I'm Adam. <laughs> there we go. And the reps that count are the pivotal moments in life that you should be paying attention to. So we talk about mental health. We talk about fitness. We, we did. Well. We yeah. had a whole fitness episode last week. And it was awesome. Yeah. Or and two weeks ago. Well, last week. Last week. Yeah. 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 And just uh, daily struggles that, that we go through and that maybe we can give some insight to for people. Yeah. This is more... This is less advice, but more just, hey, you know, this is what we've, we've experienced. This is what we see, how we've dealt with it. You know, if you, you know, if it resonates with you, if it works for you, awesome. If it doesn't, you know, maybe in the future, it could. Right? Yeah, I, I like that. Yeah. It's less advice because we're not experts in, in living. No, nah, <laughs> we, we're figuring it out. We're right? figuring it out one day at a time. So yeah. we'll, we'll try to figure it out with you. Yeah, man. That's it. But today, today we got a good one. Yeah. I love this episode. Or the idea of it. I thought it was important. Yeah, yeah, But you yeah. know it sucks. You got to edit real quick. I do. <laughs> but that, that's... We got to skip that, an episode. Yeah, yeah. We're going to have to rearrange some things. But today we're going to talk about planning. Yes. Right? So how to successfully, you know, plan things out um, to set yourself up to achieve the things that you want to achieve. More specifically, because New Year's is coming. We're not talking about resolutions. I mean, we don't talk about Bruno. We don't talk about <laughs> Bruno. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, but you know what? We I think we have to we bring up, you know, resolutions is kind of what... What people, um, you know, like how they start the new year, mm-hmm. and that's just it's it, it, it'll resonate with people, so yes, um, yes, yeah. So, we'll we'll touch on resolutions, but we'll just kind of rephrase it, yes, to what it actually is or should be, yes, for most people. So, um, yeah, man, you want to start off? Tell me what you got. Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't plan anything for the episode about planning. <laughs> <laughs> Well, <laughs> I'm here to learn because I suck at planning. Uh, yeah. So I, I think planning starts with a a goal. Okay. In mind, um, a, a and more than just a goal, but because goals change and it's a moving target, it's more the vision of what you want your life to look like. And then work backwards. Okay. Um, so that's where you start. You have to have clear direction. If not, you're just shooting at empty targets and you might be planning something that doesn't even matter Yeah. in any sort of way, which people with ADHD, especially me, 
I can go down some deep rabbit holes that don't even matter at all because they weren't related to the original target. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, so I have to be really careful about what I set my mind to. Um, something that I recently have been struggling with actually is I don't have as clear of a target anymore. And I'm trying to figure out what that target is. Mm -hmm. And until I figure that out, nothing else is going to work. Okay. Yeah. I feel like, so I feel like, because you said like a clear direction, mm -hmm. but I would say more of a clear destination. Destination. Yes. yes. Yeah. Better. You know what I mean? Because, way better. Because again, things change, right? Mm -hmm. You may have to change the direction. You might hit a roadblock. You might, you know, get into some kind of traffic. Things might slow down. Yep. Right. But yep. if you have a destination in mind or where you're trying to go, I think it makes it a little bit easier. And also understanding that the direction might might have to change. Absolutely. So I I, I correlate my happiness with. How close am I to that on the road to that destination? OK, Um when I feel like I'm moving in the right direction, I am like my happiest self, as opposed to when I feel like there is no direction or I've lost my way and I'm trying to figure it out. That's chaos in my mind. You should listen to One Direction. <laughs> I don't know why I said that, but the band One Direction just like popped up in my mind. You don't know One Direction? With T-Pain? <laughs> no. I think I think that's like a boy band or something. Why should I listen to One Direction? I don't know. I don't okay. I don't know. I was just okay. like One Direction. All right. <laughs> You're like <laughs> I'm sorry. My ADHD is like true. Okay. I, I'm having like a like a giggle fit today. I love it. I love yeah, it. Yeah, man. But okay, so you correlate your happiness with like how close you are to the to your destination. But how do you know? when you're close like is it more because you're close or just because you have a clear direction or a goal close to the path not, okay not you never reach your destination ah, okay. destination is death that's it <laughs> for everyone that's, yeah, 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 there's yeah, only yeah. one destination yeah um how close you are to your path mm -hmm. the path you're supposed to be following i i I am my happiest self when I feel, and it's a feeling, yeah, like yeah, yeah, you yeah. feel like you're on the right path. Yeah, because I mean, if you're not on a path or close to the right path, it's like you're just kind of floating through the days. Mm -hmm. And like that could be, that could be dangerous. Absolutely. I mean, like it, it, it's, it's dangerous when a man doesn't like have a purpose mm -hmm. in the moment. Right? Like you... When you're when you have a purpose, when you're living in that purpose, that's when you're like most effective. Yep. Especially, you know, if you have a family or just mentally, really. Like if you if you don't have something going on, like your mind could just It's an anchor. Yeah. Um you can face adversity because it's that's just another the obstacle is the way, right? Like that's just another thing just to get me closer to my goal. But if there is no goal adversity sucks right mm. this sucks just because it sucks at that point you know it's not like i'm going through this turmoil to and there's something on the other side it's just turmoil there is no other side to get to kind of thing yeah um so i think that's the a big difference between um people that are just 
always kind of complaining about their day, like oh, daily struggles and stuff like that. And um, they're not looking at the bigger picture or this thing that they're always aiming towards. Like, I think there's nothing more like for some people, their big goal is just being able to provide for their family. Yeah. Um, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think that's admirable in, in some senses. So they work and they're busting their ass and they're doing overtime and they're doing these 80 hour weeks and they're doing all that. And it might be work that they hate, but their big goal is to provide for their family. And I, I think that's awesome. Um, some moms, they're like, their life purpose is to take care of their family and their kids. And I think people shit on that and they yeah. shouldn't shit on that. You know, I think, I think the, the issue is, people put their expectations on others mm -hmm. right like you, you say some sometimes individuals go out with the simple goal of being able to provide for their family just because that's what you're supposed to do mm -hmm. right so you can't really complain about it you shouldn't really care about being happy I, like i watched a, a video um, there's like a trend going on on Instagram where like people are just like, hey, I'm a middle like I, I'm a dad. So, of course, I dress weird or, you know, it's like it's like a weird trend. But there, it was um, like a UPS worker. And he was like, I'm a middle a, I'm a middle class man or something. Of course, I, I don't get time to I, I don't get the opportunity to spend time with my kids. I'm a middle class man. Of course, I have to work 80 hours a day because I have to provide for my family. Like, yeah. like you know, yeah. like, yeah. so that's kind of like the expectations. And then on the other side for for the moms, sometimes that is, you know, like they feel like I just want to stay home, take care of the kids. But the like society at this point like it's hard mm -hmm. it's hard to live off a single income like it's it's almost impossible really um but if if that's the goal that's something that i think both individuals need to talk about up front mm -hmm. and come up with a plan together because it's cool if you want to you know stay at home with the kids but if our income is fixed like you can't just stay at home with the kids and Amazon, right? Like I can't keep coming home 100%. to Amazon boxes because like, like you don't necessarily have, I guess, a plan in mind for, you know, like you have to kind of manage things too. I think you hit it on the head. There has to be a plan. If that is the plan, the wife is going to stay home. The husband is going to work, let's say 60 hours. I think 80 is ridiculous, but let's say 60. Mm -hmm. Um, and he's going to do some other things just to make sure that you can yeah. stay home. Um, there has to be a very concrete plan. You cannot get mad when he's out working, yeah. you know, or if he's tired yeah. because he's been busting his ass working. Like, there's got to be an understanding. Yeah, right? there has to be yeah. uh, understanding and a lot of transparency about the way you feel. Um on both sides. Yeah. Cause it's also not hard staying home with the kid for 24 hours a day. Yeah. That's not an easy job. Not at all. I try it for a couple hours and it's, it's hard. Yeah. Um, so I, I think communication and transparency in a real plan, 
like this is how much we make and we have to spend less yeah. than how much we make. This is what we can't afford. This yeah. is what we can't. Like this is not in the budget. Like yeah. if we want such and such, we have to save for it. Yes. You know, yeah. Yeah, I think that's all important because like you said, it's the expectation. Yeah. And the lack of communication because your wife is out spending Amazon and you're not telling her that you're frustrated with that and you're busting your ass and you're putting on debt and you guys aren't talking about yeah. it. You guys are just. Yeah. Like, and then you come home and it's like all this stuff has yeah. being purchased, all this stuff. And now mm -hmm. you don't even get to enjoy it. Cause again, you're working 60 hours a week. Working. So it's like, it's, this is not for us or the family, right? That's what, or at least that's what it feels like. Right. Yeah. Um, and then it makes it hard where you can't, you can't follow any hard times. Mm -hmm. right? If there's no savings, like, you can't you can't have a like a mental freeze like you just have to keep keep going because at any moment if you stop then your whole family is in disarray so you're supposed to have three months of your monthly spending saved somewhere okay and now financialists are saying that it should be cash in a safe somewhere just because the world is crazy and we never <sighs> know what's going to go on that's weird because like i feel like cash is like the worst and we never like let's say the whole banking system crashes and only cash is yeah i don't think if the whole banking system crashes cash is not going to be worth anything it'd be the only thing worth cash and gold 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 yes cash is just paper yeah that's true that's true Cash so is gold. just paper. Oh, all right, gold. we gotta stock yeah, yeah, up yeah. on gold. Yeah, now you gotta stock up on gold and silver yeah. and canned goods, <laughs> sardines and stuff. All right, so let's get to to the planning part. Yes. Right. So how, like, how? Just we'll just go in general. Like, what steps would you take when it comes to planning something? You have to start. One, it's the minimum effective dose. And James Clear talks about this a lot. But what is the path of least resistance to get to this goal that you're trying to achieve? Because everything's stress, right? Stress and balance. Mm -hmm. So if you're just going balls to the wall 80 hours a week to get to this goal and you have nothing left, you're going to burn out, right? Yeah. So it's about being smart and setting up actionable steps to reach the goal. So let's say your goal is 12 months from now. We're talking about New Year's. Okay. Yeah. Your goal is 12 months from now. You're trying to lose 50 pounds. You have to understand that that is a pound a week for 50 weeks. Mm. So that sets you up for the year, right? Yeah. So why are you trying to use lose 20 pounds in a month? That doesn't make sense, yeah. right? We This is a long-term sustainable goal that we're, we can lose one pound a week. That's 500 calories per week, uh, per day. Three There's 3,500 calories in a pound. So over the course of seven days, you would lose one pound, one pound a week. That is a sustainable deficit for some people, right? Um, you can do that, right? Now, how am I going to lose one pound a week? This is the path of least resistance or the lowest hanging fruit. And anytime I talk to my clients, we sit down for a 60 minute consultation. And that whole time, what I'm looking for is what are the things that you enjoy or what are the things that are going to be super easy for you? Or what are the red flags that I can remove easily that's going to 
allow you to get to your goal the easiest way with mm-hmm. the least amount of stress. Um, so for some people, it's like, all right, um, I haven't been eating enough protein, which makes me hunger because protein is super high in satiety. Um, so I end up binging on snacks on the week, on the weekend or at the end of the, at night. The, end of the night. Yeah. So it's setting up, seeing, predetermining the pitfalls and coming up with actionable plan around it. Okay. So that I'm just going to continue with this, um, lose one pound a week, right? So it's 500 calories a day. First, in order to figure out if you're going to lose five, uh, if you, what's a 500 calorie deficit, you need metrics, right? You need, you need to, to first figure, out, figure yeah. out how many calories are you eating? Yeah. Some people don't know that, or some people hate doing that, but I think that is important. So that's where you start. Then you can say, how am I going to get to a 500 calorie deficit the easiest way possible? All right. Well, junk food is probably the easiest thing to remove or in some quantities because it's the stuff that is not good for you. And you also feel uh, you get hungrier faster and it's addicting. Right. So let's remove some junk food, not all of it, because I don't believe in complete elimination of anything. So we'll remove some things. And then we'll see if it sticks. You also need to be a little bit flexible in your approach because you're probably not going to get it right the first time. And just because you didn't get this formula right, you can tinker with the formula. You don't have to quit the entire thing. And that's where people mess up. Yes. They're like, ah, it didn't work. <laughs> I'm going back to seven donuts a day. Yeah, it didn't work. I got to I gotta go back to the drawing board. Yeah. Um. So I would come up with rules for myself. I'm big on rules. Okay. Um, Rules and routines. So I set up these metrics, right? Uh, Let's say I was trying to lose weight. All right. I'm going to eat 180 grams of protein a day and I'm going to eliminate. I'll look at my seven day food log. These are the four things that I think were really bad for me. I'm going to eliminate these four and that should kind of put me at where I need to be calorie wise. And I'm just going to make sure I'm getting enough protein. And then I'll see if that removes one pound a week. Okay. If it's not, all right, let's say, ah, I didn't lose a pound or I felt super hungry and then I binged. All right. So maybe I need to up my calories just a little bit here and, um, I can remove something from here or maybe I'm adding activity. Now let's add a walk. Um, and then you're just thinking around and playing around with it. Um, the other thing is, is accountability, having, keeping score. So a lot of times we're just like guessing at this stuff and then we're hoping that it works or we're hoping that it sticks, but we're our own best science experiment. Yeah. Mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually through connection. So journaling every single night and saying like, how did this day make you feel? Especially you have a goal, like a big goal. Did I move closer to my goal today? Did what work? What didn't work? What can I change? All my clients fill out the questionnaire at the end of the week where that's, it's like, how did the week go? What were the wins? What were the losses? How can we do better next week? Blah, blah, blah. Um, So being able to do that on a daily basis, if you have a big goal, keeps it front of mind and keeps a scoreboard for every day. And there's a cycle, I forgot the term, but it's a psychological 
a thing where putting a tally mark at the end of a good day feels good and it completes that day it's okay. like um almost like candy for the brain so it's like that check mark mm-hmm. yeah, you know yeah, 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 yeah. that shit feels good dude <laughs> that check mark feels good so having like checking off your days uh with some of my clients i used to have two jars of marbles and then one jar it was like a hundred marbles and there was the old you and then there was an empty jar oh, the new you the new you okay and every day that you had a day that brought you closer to the new you you put a, a marble in the jar i like that every day that you didn't you take one out take one out oh man you know how much it hurts to take out a marble from oh the my god it hurt me just when you said <laughs> oh, no. ultimate accountability <laughs> yo yeah that hurt me yeah yeah i got that from james clear too um, I know everyone's read this book at this point, but if you haven't, Atomic Habits is it's amazing. It's awesome. Yeah. It's amazing. It just makes sense. Yeah. Um, but I got that from there and it, it works. It's effective. Damn. I like that. Yeah. Keeping a scoreboard. Yeah. 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 So, um, all right. So before we get too far ahead, so essentially you have to, you, you start with the end goal in mind, Yep. like whatever, whether it's, um, losing 50 pounds mm-hmm. right in 12 months or if it's saving a certain amount of money in 12 months or wh- whatever the, the the goal may be mm-hmm. even if you're like you know saving up for a car or a house you start with that in mm-hmm. mind and you figure out okay what is what's the number that i, I need to hit so if it, 50 is the number okay how let's let's bust that let's buzz that down so you do by the week or by the month or you know however mm-hmm. or, or by the day however you want to do it yeah like you you break it down and you basically make it smaller chunks yeah into the smallest possible daily task that you check off um and i think that works financially mm-hmm. i think that works for your um health if we have a big goal we can always quantify that down to actionable steps, daily actionable steps. And as long as we're completing the daily actionable steps, we're going to hit that goal. We don't even need to think about the goal anymore. Yeah. The only reason we came up with the goal is so we can get the steps. Oh, okay. Yeah. So how do you feel about um, something like a system like SMART goals? Is that? Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It, okay. it's so crazy. I try to break it um, just because I like to create my own stuff. Uh-huh. It's so effective. It just makes sense. Yeah. You know? Specific, measurable, achievable, relative, and time time based. Yeah, something like that. Um, yeah. So as specific, you have to be really specific with your goals. And this is important. Um, you can't have a lot of goals. Mm, okay. <laughs> you you can't. We're we're not capable. I read something today. When I was doing some research for this, is you can't have more than four goals at okay. a time. But oh, here's the thing about goals too, right? Like one goal can also like have multiple parts. Yes. Right. Yes. Phases. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. So like even the the goal to just lose fifty pounds that might just start off with okay, I need to lose fifty pounds, but then what may end up happening is as you start you know, taking care of your body 
and you're like, you know what, I need to start reading more. Or you might end up, you know, in a gym where you're around different people Mm -hmm. and your mindset starts to shift. Like just having so that one goal may have a greater effect than just losing 50 pounds. So absolutely. So having a, a real large goal is 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 like just really all you need. You just boom, this is this is the big goal. Let me go get that. But then on your way to that goal, you're probably gonna achieve a bunch of different side quests. Just just by mistake. I'll be honest with you, the goal is not even important. Okay. And this is just what's happened with clients. And I'll let them tell me their goal. In my head, I'm like, that's not your real goal. But okay. <laughs> I'm I'm going to create these action. We're going to create these actionable steps together. And along the way, you're going to find your goal. Mm, okay. Okay. You know, yeah, it, yeah, it, it, yeah. it's, we don't really know what we want, man. We want to be happy. We want, we want to be loved, we, you know, but we don't, it's hard. It's, it'd be really hard to know exactly what you want. You know what? It kind of goes back to how this conversation started where like, if you're floating and you don't have a purpose, you don't have an anchor, mm-hmm. like your your mind and your your you're all over the place. So yeah. the goal is the anchor. Yes. Yes. Okay. Keep having having a target, but understanding that that target can move. Absolutely. A little bit of flexibility is important. Okay. You know, some people are so rigid that they miss out on opportunities and they miss out on really important parts of life because they're so stuck to this one thing. Um, and they didn't see that it was actually supposed to take them to something else. Mm, okay. All right. I love that. Yeah. That's really good. Having an anchor. But let's 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 talk to the the New Year's mm-hmm. resolution resolutionist mm-hmm. who's been making resolutions, you know, every first for the past five to ten years, but Never really achieve it. Right? Yeah. Let's let's talk to the individuals who sign up for a gym membership on the twenty seventh of December. Yes, and make it to the gym until the fourteenth of January, and and disappear. Yes, um, like I have some thoughts on on please, that. Right, please tell just me. I feel like the reason that ends up happening is because the goals are not realistic. Mm-hmm. Right, you set the goal to go to the gym five days a week, where you just spent eleven months not going to the gym at all. Mm-hmm. Right, so you're not taking into consideration all of the stressors in your life. Right, mm-hmm. so you set your your goal should be to be consistent at the gym, but you're but instead you're like I'm going to go to the gym five days a week. Mm-hmm. Now, let's say something happens at work. You have to stay late and you can't make it to that gym, that class at five o'clock. And you're like, okay, I can't make it today. But what if like you only have those five days, right? What if you can't go to the gym on the weekend? Now in your mind, you just failed mm-hmm. because you you only went four where your goal was five days. Mm-hmm. So I think when it comes to, to things like that, you have to really take into consideration what's going on in your life. Like, why haven't you been going to the gym? Like, what has been affecting you? Definitely. Right? Yeah. So and that, then you'll be able to just say, you know what? I'm working 60 hours a week. Realistically, 
three days a week. Mm-hmm. But I, I really want to move five days. On my lunch break, I'm going to take 20 minutes to go walk. Yep. And that, I feel like that's a, a better goal or a better plan. Not even a goal, just a better plan. Because the goal is to exercise. The goal is to be more active. Right? Yes. So... I don't know. That's- I got I got two things there. One, um, I like to set minimums with my clients. So maximums and minimums. Okay. So your goal is five days, right? That's not going to be every single week. So let's set you know a two day day a week minimum, or like a like you said walk, um, do burpees for two minutes, do a they call it the five minute rule, right? Like just dedicate five minutes a day towards your goal because that builds consistency. Mm -hmm. So setting these minimums is super important. Like I try to write in my journal every day and I posted something about the other (laughs) day. It's like, even if it's one word. So I just needed to open up and write a word and hope that the next word comes, okay. <laughs> you know, it, and it's about the consistency of doing the action, not about the action itself. Um, I think that's important. Yeah, I forgot what two was. <laughs> <laughs> do you feel it's important to write down your goals? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like what, like, how do you feel like that affects, like, what's the difference between just having it in your mind and actually having it on paper? I don't know if it's, just me but my mind often feels like static there's seven songs 18 tabs and just a lot going on and it's not till i write stuff down that it becomes real or clear and i do these journal i'll set a five minute timer with no particular direction with where i'm journaling just because when i'm writing and I don't know why it's like I, things just come to me and then I'll write it down and then it'll just come to me again. And I'm like problem solving almost when I'm writing. Um, and I don't know if that's just me, but there's something about writing, pen and paper writing, not even typing, pen and paper writing that is makes it real. And I don't I, I don't know if that's everyone or I don't know. Do you experience yeah, that yeah, as yeah, well? Yeah. Like I, I, I've noticed this. Like right after high school, right, I wrote down like a bunch of things that I wanted to achieve. It wasn't even like goals. It was just like random things. I was like, okay, I want to do this, this, like read this amount of books, save this money, pay this off, whatever. And I forgot I even wrote it down. But at some point, like I found the notebook. It wasn't like a journal or anything. I think it was like a rhyme book or something. Oh, nice. And like I opened it and I was like, oh, I'm looking and like I achieved everything that was on That's the list. Awesome. And there's power in that. Yeah. And I don't know what it is, but <laughs> I wish I had an explanation about it. But when I write something down, it's almost like I made a some sort of pact. Yeah, with yeah, myself. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a contract yeah. with yourself. Yeah. So definitely, I feel like, you know, this is going out on the first. Yes. Like this episode. So if, if you, they haven't done so yet. I would highly encourage like getting a piece of paper or a notebook. Like grab a new notebook. Yes. And you know, on the first few pages, just write down a bunch of things you want to achieve. Mm-hmm. Not ne- not necessarily a resolution. 
And, you know, I'm not saying plan everything out, just at least write down, you know, like I, I did this right after my birthday. I don't know if I, I told you this. Um, so I just I turned 34 this year and a couple of days after my birthday, I like got a brand new notebook, notebooks and I wrote 34 goals down that nice. I want to achieve from for 34. And it was things like reading 24 books. I want to read like two books a month. Nice. Cause like, that's something I've never done. So I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do that. I want to try to, um, double my income. Yep. Right. And so I wrote that down. So it, it wasn't like small, it was like big things and small things. I just, whatever, whatever came to mind, just write it down, write it down, write it down. And it made it real. Yeah. And I've some of the things I'm already like, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I, know. I know. We have these conversations, man. Yeah. How much of that do you believe in manifestation? Do you do you think there's there's something to that? I do. I I um so I, I read the book Think and Grow Rich, mm-hmm. right? And um, I mean, even before that, I feel like the mind like we're the like we're all connected to the world. And I believe whatever you could think you could achieve. Yeah. Right? I think it was like a, the three minute mile or something that nobody could do until one person did it. Then yeah, right after they did it, everybody did it. Like how crazy it, is that? Yeah. But he believed he was like the first person was like, yo, I'm going to break this barrier. Mm-hmm. And it took forever. It was like, nobody's going to be able to achieve this. He achieved it. And it wasn't even a year later. Yeah. That somebody else came right. Oh, you can do it. Okay. So once one person believes and one person achieves it, then all of a sudden, like more people believe and then it's just easier to to attain. Yeah. So I don't yeah, I I absolutely believe in like manifestation in a way. I and I, I want to touch on this because I, I was really big on educating myself. Mm-hmm. And a bike was spent, man, I'm talking thousands and thousands of dollars a year just on these courses. And recently I've changed my mind on that, where education isn't as important as creating a strong mindset. Where this next year, I kind of want to work on just bulletproofing my mind. Mm. I got a program you can follow that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah man. <laughs> I'm man, great. Man. I'm doing this program. I don't know if you heard of it. <laughs> we got to meet at a coffee shop and talk about it. <laughs> She's trying to sell me on this I'm program. Not this. <laughs> I'm going to just talk about 75 Mark. No, no, I know. I know. <laughs> I'm on day 50, by the way. If anybody's listening. Day uh, 50. Yeah. My God. Um, because what I've noticed is some of the, I wasn't in the right mindset for some of these courses that I was taking. So I wasn't really, I was learning the information, but not applying it the right way mm-hmm. because it just wasn't, I don't know, it, it wasn't sticking. And I was jumping from program to program and I was doing all the things that I tell my clients not to do. And like, <laughs> just, it was so dumb. You know, this reminded me of something, right? This is something I realized. Um, like, you're not going to move until you're ready to move, mm-hmm. right? Like, again, if you're not in the right mindset, like, people could give you the best advice, 
like a, a older individual could tell you the secret to life. Yep. But if you're 20, 22 and like your life is just like there, you don't see the end of your life. You're just like, oh, I am having fun. Mm -hmm. Like that advice is not going to stick with you until you, you get into the mindset of, oh, I, I need to slow down. Right. And it happened. Right now, I'm reading Tuesdays with Maury. I don't know if you... No. Uh... And one of the quotes in that book is, when you learn how to die, that's when you learn how to live. Like, break that down. So, essentially, like, when death becomes real, that's when life starts to actually, like, make sense to you. That's when you start appreciating life. So, the whole idea of the book is... There's this college professor, like a beloved college professor who has ALS. And like, you know, he went from being able to dance and swim and do all these things. And now he can't move. And one of his students is just interviewing him every Tuesday and just talking about different, like just talking about life. It's a very short book. Like you could probably read it in like two, three days if you just sit with it. Um, but it's essentially like when things become real, that's when your mind shift, your mindset starts to change. Like for me, and I think for a lot of people, when you get older and the people around you start to die, mm -hmm. like things start to, to calm down yeah, quite a bit. Like I, like two, two years ago, it might be three at this point, there was a year where like I went to like four funerals, four or five. One one weekend I went to two. One on one on Saturday, one on Sunday. And I was like, yo. People like, that were close? Yeah, like you like some people that like, you know, raised me when I was, you know, a kid. Like you went to their house after mm -hmm. school. And then another one was like my one of my good friend's father. Mm -hmm. And he, and he was young, too. It's like, bro. And earlier this year, you know, like, a close friend passed. Just, like, younger than me. Like, when people are younger than you, it's, like, just dying. Like, when death becomes real, it's like, okay, like, I need to. Like, yeah. the mindset shifts. So, yeah, like, if you're not really in the right mindset, like, you're not going to take advice. Like, right now, we're doing this podcast. Somebody might listen to it and be like, ah, I'll be okay. Like, I, I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. But then, like, five years later, like, the same advice is going to come back. They're going to be like, you know what? Somebody did tell me that. Yeah. Right? Like, how many oh, yeah. times somebody told you to start saving when you were, like, 17? <laughs> you know, invest in it. Like, a lot of people have been telling people to invest. But it's just, ah, I'm good. I don't need that. I got. Man, there's so much there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I've, I've had the privilege of having some amazing mentors, like people that really cared for me. And some of the things, some of the bonehead things that I've done, they've all kind of told me. Yeah, not to do. Not to do. And. It's now that I'm like, literally now, I'm like, man. And, and so I, I think some self-reflection, like you said, like what are, what's prevented you in the past from reaching these goals? 
why are you stuck in the same situation year after year making the same resolutions? Like it's not the McDonald's. Like you really got to look inside yourself. Like what, what are these triggers that you're not addressing and, and figuring that stuff out, man. Um, yeah. Yeah, bro. Yeah. It, it, it's wild, man. But yeah, when, <laughs> when things mindset is like, it's the biggest thing, man. Like, you know, like, I always come back to 75 hard, but it really has changed my whole entire life. Right? Like, All right, I'm gonna do it. Like, it, it really did because I, I truly believe that if I didn't go through 75 hard before my divorce, like, that divorce would have been a lot harder. Like, it was a real tough, tough time. But like I was ready for it. Like mentally, I was like, okay, like there, you know, there are days, you know, I broke down and like things, bro. It, there's no way to describe feeling like a stranger in your house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean, like you're just uh, you're in a guest room. Like I couldn't move. Like I literally couldn't. Or feeling like forever is no more. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, I guess. You know what I mean, but. It was just like at some point, but I, I was like, okay, like I don't really know what I'm doing, but I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure things out, and, and bro, prayer too, right? Like, just like, like, man, it, it's weird because I was trying to fight it, mm-hmm. like I'm trying to fight it. I'm like, bro, man, I really want to save this. Like, I don't, I don't want to end this. Like, I want, I want to work on things because that's, you know, what I believe in, but. This is weird. This is taking like a weird, no, no, like, cool. <laughs> like a weird shift. But I, like, I remember that's a weird story, bro. I, I went for a walk. That's how I was like, I was like about to like break down. It was a random day. And I walked this neighborhood every, like, I, I've done 75 hard. So I, I've walked this neighborhood over a hundred times. And there's two sides to the neighborhood and I've done this walk multiple times. And there's this house that like would have cars and then not have cars. Like I've never seen anybody at the house in this one random night, bro. I'm walking. I have my headphones in noise canceling headphones. And I'm like four or five houses down. I'm walking towards that. And I hear somebody call my name. I see the garage is open, but I'm like, like it's so far. Like, why would you, somebody call me and like, I have my headphones in, so there's no way to my, I keep walking and then the person called me again. And then I noticed and I'm like, okay, cool. So I went and had a conversation with some guy who apparently bought this house when the neighborhood was like built, like early 2000s. Never seen him. We were having a conversation and he, like basically, he was like, yeah, like we're we're getting comfortable, like, and he mentioned that he went through a divorce earlier in his life, and I'm like, I'm sorry, I, I didn't even tell him I'm going, I'm going through whatever, but like towards the end, I'm like, man, let me just tell him, I'm like, yeah, man, you know, I'm kind of going through the same thing, like, what advice would you give me? And like, he's like, like stay together would be the best, right? Because you know, you have a kid, you like, I'm literally like going to miss fifty percent of my kid's life. Mm-hmm. But like before I walked away, he was just like, just pray on it. I'm like, okay. 
So I went, I went to pray that night. First time I prayed in, I don't know how many years. And I started to pray. The first thing I said was like, yo, God, help me fix this. And it didn't feel right. Mm. Like that prayer just didn't feel right. And I was like, nah, I'll take that back. I was just like, yo, just give me some guidance. Right? Um, and I woke up the next morning and it was just like, yo, just sign the papers. You're going to be okay. Wow. Bro, I'm... <laughs> You gotta understand this shit is like weird, right? Like, fuck, this is like, <laughs> this is not the episode for this, but I had 30 days and like basically enough money to get a place to stay. I'm like, like, I, like 30 days is $6,000. I'm working at a job paying $15 an hour. I gotta go get a place for me and my son. I, I don't, on paper, I don't qualify for anything. I can't go back to my old job because then I can't be a father to my son. Mm. Okay, I, I got this. <laughs> and it was, I don't know, like two weeks left, I found an apartment, $1,500. Again, I don't qualify, but like, <laughs> I'm talking. Size and I get it. <laughs> nah, it was just like, I. The way I was talking to the the person that working at the apartment, like we just, yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like I'm a people person, mm-hmm. and like she's like, "Yo, I've never seen this. This is like one of the bigger places. I've never seen it this slow." It's like, wow. It's almost like, yeah. Oh yeah, now this is where you, know, you need to be. Like I was on my way to another apartment, one bedroom, to go drop off like some papers there. But I'm like, let me, let me just keep driving real quick. Yeah. The signs, man. Bro, man. So when I say like the mind is powerful, like your mindset is powerful, believing is powerful, like all of that, bro. And having looked back since like having this like a rent payment, like now oh, you're killing it, man. So and it's it's been a year. This is not for this episode. It's not. No, 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 not not. Oh, you not what said. I said. What I no, said no, wasn't. No, 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 no. Um, there's something there. There's something that guided that conversation. There's something that, um, someone was talking to you. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, bro, I don't know what that happened. That's there. wild. Yeah, that's wild. Bro, four years I lived there. Walked around the neighborhood multiple times. Never seen this dude. He called your name. No, he didn't call my name. He just called me over. He just called me over. If he called my name, that would have been wild. (sighs) He just called me over, bro. That's wild, dude. And I was just like in the right mindset to ask the right question. Yeah. Yo, you know, like, what, what, what do you think I should do? And you were receptive. Yeah. I, I think the universe gives us stuff sometimes if we're ready to receive it. Yeah, man. Yeah. <sighs> Where we go from here. And that's it. And that's it. We'll do some closing thoughts. All right. Damn. No, that was that was thank you for sharing that too. That's, yeah. Yeah. I think that's a powerful like it's a very powerful uh story. I guess I, I, I have What does someone do 
when they don't have a goal or a destination or because that 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 was a situation where there wasn't a destination or a goal like your destination moved so you had to figure out a new destination so what does someone do when they're stuck when they're put in situations like that like how do they find the goal uh well i think it depends on the person if you're prepared if you have the mindset the mindset then you'll be okay mm -hmm. but if there's another book called uh i think it's in, interviewing the, the devil or conversation with the devil some 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 weird book about the devil kind of but like the devil is a metaphorical thing and it's essentially like if you don't have if you don't have a plan or a structure in your life you allow bad like it's easier for bad things to happen for for your mind to just be yep. to be taken over i'm dealing with it right now dude it's 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 that's it's real. the worst place for me to be but i you know you could pivot out of that yeah yeah and i and i built the mindset too yeah. so very temporary but it's a, it's a shitty place to be so if you don't have that mindset or if you are in a position where you feel like you're just floating through life and nothing is going right i do something hard mm. I like that. Do something hard. Like you you have to toughen up. You can't just keep doing easy shit and expect to be ready when the hard things come. Right? Like like life is not always going to be easy. But it's easier if you know how to deal with the right with the hard things. Mm, I like that. I like that. Dude. I bro. think that's how we end it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> See you next week, bro. See you next week. Yeah. Peace.